comfortable on video. Yeah. That's how I got comfortable. Anyways, I don't really do a formal intro, but guys, I got uh, Nick Patton here. Nick is a, we were just talking before a little bit. We've met in passing a few times, never officially sat down and talked ever right. that I can remember. Have we? I don't believe so. Not really. Just been like, hey, what's up? Hey, later. One time in front of Alex Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> that's about that's about right. So, um, Nick, just tell me a little about yourself and what you do. Um, I guess, obviously, I'm kind of a Rapid City native. I guess you could say. Um, I was actually born in Newcastle, Wyoming. Okay. Um, but we came here when I think I was three years old. So I guess I do some work for my family hotels. Um, that would be Live Hospitality. Yep. Um, obviously, they've got a lot going on, and that's kind of where I guess I've kind of learned a lot of the things I've learned in life growing up around you know business owners and things like that. Um, I also own All Seasons Pest Control um, with my partner, Jared Enns, and I've got some rental properties as well. So kind of a, an array of things. Everything except for the pest control is kind of around real estate, though, right? Correct. Basically? Yes. Yeah, something to do with real estate? Yes. Okay. So what do you spend the majority of your time on? Um, a lot of it's probably, you know, a mix between, obviously, rental properties and live hospitality. Um, you don't spend much time with the pest control, I don't imagine? Uh, no. So Jared Enns runs that. Okay. Um, basically, entity on that, and he's he's phenomenal what he does. Yes. Yeah. He's a smart cookie. I see him so. everywhere, actually. Now, yeah. now that you say that, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, exactly. That's good. We're doing something right. Yeah, you are. Yeah, no, it's good. It's a good brand. I really like it. Um, so what kind of, you said you grew up in the, your parents were business owners. What do you mean by that? Like groomed you? What does that mean to you? Um, so I guess there's kind of been a book that I guess I know my dad has pretty much instilled in me and pushed on me since I was a little kid and it was rich dad, poor dad, okay. Robert Kiyosaki. Yep. So for those of you that haven't read it, yeah. you know, I would hundred percent check Great it book. out. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's awesome. I mean, you know, a lot of the foundation of it, it they break it down so simple. And I always, you know, make a joke like I'm, I'm not that smart. Most people that are in real estate, you don't really need to be that smart, I feel like. It's yeah. just a, a couple basic items. Yeah. And then from there, you know, it's it's pretty easy. Obviously, there's operations and everything right. else. but It can be complex if you want, it, if you want it to be. Absolutely. It could also be really simple, too. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So Rich Dad Poor Dad was like from how, what age did you make you start reading that? I started, well, I don't know, probably before I could read. I was never a great reader. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not a great reader, but um, I read a lot. Audio is my is my best friend. Audio books, right? I, I love audio books. Yeah, I mean, ever since I was 12 years old, he's probably um, that's when we started playing cash flow. I don't know if you ever played his board game. No, nope. you mentioned it in the book. I've got it. We should play it sometime. Yeah, it's, never it's heard awesome. of it. Yeah, me and a few friends, you know, try to get together quite a bit, and I have it lent out right now. And yeah, that's awesome. Okay, it's pretty cash cool. flow. That's what it's called. Yep, cash okay, flow. It's kind of like it. Monopoly, a little more extreme. You know, don't buy doodads. Don't buy. Okay. You know, dumb, lavish things that we all have. Yep. That we work for. Is right? that what they call them in the game is doodads? Doodads. That's funny. Right. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's pretty pretty accurate, though. Yeah. Doodads are a big problem. Yeah. Assets, liabilities, pretty much financial report card. You break it down and, you know, you want your passive income um, more than your total expenses, okay. which what it costs you to live. And once right. you once you do that, you know, you're out of the rat race. Got Basically, you can, you can retire, Got you it. could say. If you wanted to. Correct. Right. Yeah. I don't, I'm not. How do you feel about that? I never want to retire personally. Um, yeah, it's, it's a pretty loose term. I have a, yeah. a pretty big goal set, you know, to always say, I said, I'm going to retire at 35 years old. Yeah. Um, how old are you? I'm 31. Okay. So you got four years, baby. Let's go. Close every day. <laughs> but yeah, the big thing, I, I don't think I'd ever stop working. I right. Mean, there's, there's just no way. Yeah. I mean, I, I love what I do. You know, I'm, I love being involved in everything. I mean, I, I love the hustle, you know, yeah. I, I love the art of the game. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I couldn't quit. What do you love? What do you love? You said you love the art of the game. What part of it? Because to me, there's a couple different parts to the real estate game. Yeah, and I've seen um, everybody kind of like something different. Absolutely. I guess it. I mean, are we talking? Let's say of, the, on the rental side. On the rental side. Yeah. I imagine that's what you're kind of referring to a little bit. 
Yeah, both, I guess. I mean, obviously, I love, the biggest thing I love about real estate is trying to get the deal bought, get yeah. the deal done, yeah, yeah. creative financing, yeah. you know, because obviously the biggest problem for most investors or people is how do you get money, money for it? Yeah. How do I get 20% down? Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of ways around that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, the more I've got into it, I haven't done a ton myself, but I have a lot of clients that do it mm -hmm. and friends. And it's interesting how they work stuff out. I've learned a lot just from watching. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And stuff that you think, like, I know a guy in town, I'm pretty sure you know who he is too, but he, uh, man, literally, like, the banks pretty much told him, buy whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Like, no cap, no down payment on it, as long as it's in this certain criteria. So he just buys, like, 20, 30 properties a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, damn. You know? Uh, relationships is a big one, too, I think, with some of that financing stuff, especially local Letters Absolutely. and stuff like that. Yeah, networking is huge. I mean, yeah, that, that's kind of how you get ahead in in any industry. Anything, I mean, yeah. Whether even if you have a job, I mean, networking is so important. It's true. If I mean, if you're not doing it, you're just you're basically. You're well, I applied for one job in my life, and that was whenever I was going to a um, ski town to live for six months, and I got the first job I applied for. But hundred um, percent success rate. Yeah. So <laughs> literally, but the only reason I brought that up is because I just you saying that every single time I've just got. Well, I worked for my parents most of my life, but I wanted to work at this country club one time mm -hmm. because the fees were like 30 grand a year to play tennis there. And I've been a tennis player my whole life. And I was like, I want to play tennis there. And you can play for free if you work there, right? Perfect. So I was like, how do I get a job there? And so I just kind of befriended the, the head guy there. Mm -hmm. And then one day he's like, why don't you come work here part? And I was like, sure. <laughs> it was my plan all along. You know what I mean? That's, but it's that's so true. creative financing. Yeah. In, in no, it's so thing. true. Yeah. It really does work. Absolutely. Everything's relationships, man. 100%. It's weird, isn't I agree. it? It's kind of weird. You think, like I always thought outside looking in, it was more like who had the money, who could find the deals, but it's not really that. It is important, but yeah. not as important as relationships, yeah. even the relationships with potential sellers. I, yeah, right? I can imagine. Yeah. How do you approach them? Yeah. You know, do you have the end? <clears throat> there could be a guy, I know a guy that had this like property that had his eyes on for like 30 years. And then um, a guy I know got the property instead because he got a better relationship with the guy who owned it. Yeah. And, and you know that, what I mean? That comes down, you know, it's, yeah. it's a big trust thing. Yeah. Especially, I mean, like anything in life. I yeah. mean, if, if you don't trust the other person you're working with or, you know, being involved with, yeah. you know, it's that whole saying, you know, you are the five people you hang out with yeah. most. I find that a hundred percent true. Right. Personally. Yeah. Even like one bad person in my circle brings me down quite a bit. Like mentally, especially oh, is what man. it is. Yeah. I know. I try never to be that guy. Yeah. Sometimes I'm a little negative, so I apologize to all my friends out there. No, dude. I, I think we could all fall in that category. I definitely do. You know what I yeah. mean? And I don't see it as negative. I think mm -hmm. I see it as like, okay, let's be realistic here and not be stupid. You know right. what I mean? That's what I. That's my front for it anyways. Yeah. And I think there's some of that should be true as well. Mm -hmm. I think people that are like, the secret kind of brought about that whole like, don't worry. Just be positive. It's going to come true. Right. Not necessarily true in my opinion. I yeah. think you got to have some of that, but. Yeah, there's a little bit of both. I'm a big fan of Bob Bob Proctor, right? Yeah, I, think he's I love Bob Proctor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he was a big guy in the secret. In the secret you know, yeah. I had to watch that stuff when I was I was younger. It was yeah. pretty much, you know, my family's like, here, watch this. Huh? You do do this. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I don't, you know, I don't want to. This is boring. Yeah. But then as you get older, you're like, man, you start to understand it. It's like now this that's all I do. Yeah. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm listening to re-listening to books, and all the way yeah. over here, that's what I'm doing is listening yeah. to books. Do you ever listen to music anymore in the car and stuff? Yeah, I was listening to Christmas music today. <laughs> Already, Bublé. man. Absolutely. Jeez, Michael Bublé's Christmas album, dude. That is the that album is, right there. I, I love went to that his album. concert. Really? My girlfriend and then Aaron and Kelsey Parker and um and then Nate Soul? and Catherine Sheequin. Soul, yeah, they Soul own guys? Soul Vibe. Okay, yeah, that's yep. so familiar. Yeah. yeah, if you need some good mindset and mentality, I, I mean, that place is it's awesome. It's is done, it? done wonders for me and 
Aaron's pretty good on riding, you know, if you're not working your hardest in class. So He'll get on get on your ass about it or what? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's awesome. No, dude, I love that album. That's my yeah. favorite Christmas album. I tell that's everybody what I'm that. Listening to. Yeah, that's most good people one. think I'm nuts, but I usually I've never start been cool. So <laughs> <laughs> I usually start at um, after Thanksgiving, and then I listen to Christmas music all the time. But I can't see yeah. close enough. Yeah, it's pretty close. It's Twenty days out or so. Yeah. <laughs> I never start this early, but I try to stay off of it as long as I can. But I love it. I really yeah. love Christmas music. But yeah, no, I've kind of I've always been on the not as long as you. My parents only grew me into it, but they grew certain things into me. But it was more for me. It was when I turned like sixteen, seventeen. That's when I discovered that movie, The Secret. Yeah, I think I was seventeen actually, but whatever. And then from there, I just kind of went all out, and I've probably read couple hundred books since then Jeez. all on personal development mindset really? stuff like that yeah it's the only reason i've been able to do anything in my life i believe that yeah although i think there are certain things that are born into you mm-hmm. like before i read any of that i was always working since i was 14 40 50 60 hours a week two yeah. three jobs just because i wanted to yeah you know um i didn't have the story growing up of like hustling and selling lemonade and stuff like that i never did any of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. i always played sports and worked that's what yeah. I always did. Yeah, jock. So, I never really got along with yeah. you guys. <laughs> I was not a jock. I was a tennis player, bro. We were yeah, like the, we were like the ones that got picked on by the along. jocks. Yeah, <laughs> we would have been fine. I was a skinny tennis kid. I was a decent tennis player. But, so are you um, any good? Did I was you ranked play in college. I, was, or did you um, go to I got college? a college scholarship offer. So Very with good. with my college scholarship and academic, I probably would have got about a full ride. Wow. Um, but I skipped college. I didn't want to do it. I I'm hated jealous. school my whole life, and I was like, you know, screw this, man. I'm just gonna go work. Right. So I'm super jealous. You have really. You can ask it. My mom. I like write her all the time. I'm like I would never send my. Did you go to college? college. Yeah, biggest mistake of my life. I think I would let my kids go to college if they wanted to, Mm -hmm. but if they had any inkling they didn't want to, I'd be like, okay, let's go. Don't. Let's do something else. Yeah, my dad didn't go to college. Yeah, mine dad didn't either, and now he has a twenty thirty million dollar business. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it's a little tough looking out. Like, why am I going to college? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not even good at college. Yeah. I'm a D student, yeah. you know, like all day. D for diploma, day. baby. Yeah. yeah. D's get degrees at Black Hills State. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, I'm glad I didn't go. That one. I'm glad I didn't go, honestly. Um, but, and it's weird. I've never had like a thought about it. Like, oh man, I wish I would have gone to college mm-hmm. or whatever. I just never really thought about it. But I got a scholarship offer. I was ranked 36 in the section. Uh, in tennis, okay. yes, wasn't good. So that's like a five-state region. I was ranked 36 in that five-state region. So not bad. Yeah, I was probably top 200 in the, in the country. Really? In my so age I group. would assume that's pretty good. I don't know how many tennis players there are. Yeah, there. there's a lot, man. Um, and the more competitive, I was in Colorado at the time, and Colorado's competitive, but nothing like the southern states. Like if I was in those sections, I wouldn't have been even close to 36. Really? Yeah. Those hmm. those guys destroy me. Like their hundredth guy probably would have beat me. Really? Yeah. The way the rankings work, I was probably, I was probably more like a thousand in the country, but how the rankings work, because I have more points because yep. the area yep. I was in, I was ranked higher. Hmm. So yeah, I was decent, um, but I still play a little bit here and there. The cool thing about tennis is you can play for the rest of your life it's competitively. Like golf. Yeah. I feel like there's a, like always a lot of successful people are either in tennis yeah. or they're in golf. Yeah. And those are the two things. Which is kind of annoying. That's almost why I don't like being associated with it because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not one of those dudes. I've literally just played tennis. Right. Um, yeah, it's not as expensive as golf, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's tournaments until you're 90 years old yeah. every weekend. Oh so gosh. you could be competitive tennis player your whole life if you wanted to, Yeah, which is pretty cool. So yeah, My knees would go out. Did you ever play any sports or no? 
I mean, I've played them all. I was never any good. I mean, I didn't break 100 pounds until I was like a sophomore in high school. Really? So, I mean, I was like, I played football for a month, and there was a kid that literally tried to kill me. He's, I mean, they see me, you know, I'm like a little yeah, kid like, in pads. Destroy He's this like, guy. Oh, I can, yeah, I can yeah. take that kid out. Yeah. Blacked out. And I, was I was always like, oh, really, I was really little until I was uh, 16 as well. I was like five <clears> foot four. Yeah. Probably, I was probably 100 pounds max, yeah. too. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> Have my growth spurt till 16. The year, the summer, I was 16. Yeah, I'm still reason. waiting. <laughs> it's gonna come haven't, eventually, man. I promise six you. Foot. <laughs> I promise it's coming eventually. That's funny. Mm. Isn't it weird that we care about that shit? I, d- I don't world? anymore. Yeah, I know. I used, but I used to so much. Man, when I was growing up, like I was. That's kind of. I don't know if I have this like weird burning hate, like inside myself. For that's why I think I'm like always pushing to be better and. Yeah. Because growing up, I mean, I was a huge picked loser. On. And people are like, there's no way, you know? I mean, I, I tried the whole modeling acting thing. That's a whole other story yeah. out in L.A. And, you know, basically we sit in front of the class, and they were like, okay, it was my first time going there. And they're like, well, everybody in the crowd, pick him out and say, or pick him apart and say, hey, what kind of person do you think he was growing up? And, like, what they thought I was was unbelievable. You know, they were like, oh, you were a – the star quarterback and like they're being dead serious you know because i was a lot bigger i was like 25 pounds heavier and i was pretty cut yeah because that was my i wanted to be a print model right that's and your job basically so i went there and like oh he always gets the girls he always does this and i was like i didn't kiss a girl till i was 18 my first <laughs> girlfriend was 20 i had like three friends in school i had not like i was a loser yeah yeah you know, i had terrible acne i went through accutane i mean i was just i wasn't like the guy right you know at all and right then it was just you know, obviously, I feel like I've transformed a little, but I still don't have a lot of friends. You know, I've got a tight, really tight circle. I've never had a lot of friends. Yeah, I know. personally, yeah. Kind of slow you down. I mean, yeah. it's hard to find people that are, I guess, in kind of the same industry and want to grow and succeed. And you know, they do everything they can every day to wake up. You know, they wake up early, they get their workout in, and then they they go out and they hustle and they bust their ass all day. You know, and they get home at eight o'clock at night and they're like, okay, how am I going to do this better tomorrow? Yeah. Like that's in most in any of my other friends that aren't around my age, they're probably fifty years old or older. Dude, hundred percent. No, I'm in the same boat. You're my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have so many friends that are so much older than me, and almost like the people I trust the most and relate to the most are twice my age a yeah. lot of times. I always felt like I was born into the wrong generation. Yeah, I've said that my whole life. That's weird. Yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah. Hmm. At the same in the same token, I like talking about people not wanting to do that for where I went wrong personally is I would I had a long face probably like three or four years where I was like thought those people were pieces of shit mm-hmm. you know what I mean I was like these people suck right. I'm the man you yeah. know what I mean they don't get it they're stupid Ego. and then I yeah and then I realized I don't remember what kind of made me realize this but I realized I was like they're just doing what they want mm-hmm. and I'm doing what I want who cares mm-hmm. you know what I mean who cares mm-hmm. if they don't want to be like that it's kind of stupid to be like this. Yeah. <laughs> the same, you know what I mean? The same point. It's kind yeah. of stupid. Have you read Ego is the Enemy by Ryan no. Holiday? No. It's amazing good? book. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of about stoicism. Okay. Yep. Um, so I read a couple books because I had the same problem. I mean, when I went, when I wanted to go to LA, I mean, my job was, you know, look as attractive as you can. So by the time I was done, I mean, I'd take my shirt off and everybody's like, why are you flexing? It's like, I'm not. Yes, my body. You know, it's yeah. like, this is my body. And then my head was huge. Yeah. You, you know, you I'm the like, man. I'm the hottest guy in Rapid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to LA. And you yeah. go out there and you're like, I'm nobody here. I'm nobody. I was like, yeah. there's a million people that look like me. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I got super depressed. I was like, I have nobody out here. I went by myself. And, you know, I'm super talkative. I like having a bunch of people around. And yeah. I, I don't like being at home alone. And yeah. no, I'm I kind of had, you know, I kind of really didn't have anybody. You know, I had a friend out there that he used to live in Rapid. Him and his wife lived out there. But, 
he was married. I didn't want to kind of be in his bubble all right. the time. And right. So I had nobody, you know, and then I come back here after probably six months. I mean, I, I didn't, didn't cut it. Just, and the weather was beautiful, but yeah, I lived in San Diego for about a year. Really? Yeah, but I was running a restaurant, so. But it was it was <laughs> a little different. I worked at a restaurant. Did you? Yeah, it was tough to live out there, dude. Yeah, Honestly, very tough. People are kind of just assholes. Yeah, San Diego. I didn't. I was Not working, all of them. I was working like ninety. It's just like anywhere else. You got assholes. You got nice people. Yeah. Um, I was working like ninety hours a week, and so I didn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I could barely survive. I was making like fifty grand a year. You know, right. which is like nothing there. Yeah. And I was like, it's not really worth it. You know, because I could go make 65 at a restaurant in Rapid right. pretty easily. Cost and cost living a uh, tenth of what it was there. You yeah. know what I mean? So I was like, man, this isn't really worth it. So that's why I left. It was kind yeah. of that whole, you know, my whole life I've been, you know, basically been told, like, don't work. Don't work for the man that's not trying to make you better. I right. mean, obviously, you know, a lot of jobs and everybody takes that and they're like, oh, should, everybody should be self employed. It's like, no. I no, mean, yeah. Being self-employed kind of sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's good and it's bad. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot more work. Yeah. yeah. And you have pressure. You know, everybody's like, oh, you can take whatever time off you want. You can, technically. And you can, but <laughs> yeah. you never do. Yeah. But I mean, I've like made a rule. It's like two times a year. It's like, I will leave for, you know, a week and a half. I'll go somewhere yeah. out of the country, whatever. Because You were just out of the country, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. My phone's still with me all the time and I'm right. on it most of the time. And my girlfriend, you know, she's always like, oh, I love how much you're on your phone right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get Sorry. that shit all the time too. I get that shit all the time. So. But, you know, she gets it because she's like, I, I know what you're working for. So, you know, and she's she's been a huge support system. How long you guys been together? Um, What is today? Six days? No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> um, probably, I don't know, about 10, 11 months. Maybe? Okay. 10 months. I don't know. Since yeah. January. I, don't the- I will say, man, that's something that I don't, I don't hear talked about much, but like anybody that's trying to do something on their own in their life, mm-hmm. as far as like, you know, a business or building something or something. Cause I'm guessing me and you have both have high goals. You said you do this. So I know I do. Mine are almost unattainable. That's you know how I mean? mine are. Yeah. What are, so what are your goals? Um, I don't know if I've ever shared them before, to be honest with you. So you I'll do go. it anyways. Um, so my ultimate goal is to sell a thousand houses a year. Okay. on the real estate side of things. I want to have a minimum of 100 units. Right. Um, and then I have a bunch of materialistic goals that I want to, that I'm not going to share. Why? Those are my favorite ones. Are they? Okay, okay. Absolutely. I'll, all right, I'll tell you off. I'll tell you off air. Sound okay. good? We'll talk. I'll show you, you want my, anybody razzing I'll me. show you my vision board. Oh, perfect. How about that? Um, do you have, you do that kind of stuff too? Kind of? Um, Mine's on a drive, Google Drive. Yeah, so I, I kind of, I have a vision board. I mean, yes and no. So, I, don't, I don't have it all like posted on a board in my office because okay. I kind of have, I don't OCD either. and it's like, you know, I want my office to look a certain way. Yeah, yeah. Mine's so. in a file on my computer. Okay. But I have, the way I do it out personally is I do someday goals, which is what I'm explaining to you basically. Mm-hmm. Five year and then one year. That's how I do mine personally. Right. And then what I do is they have to like equal each other. It's so like this is on the path to five years this year, five years on the path to someday. And they shift a little bit every year for me. Mm-hmm. But what I do is I break down the one year to monthly. What do I have to hit monthly to hit those? And then weekly and daily. Right. So then I just have my daily list of everything I need to do. And if I hit those, I'm on track for my someday goals, hmm. basically. Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm definitely not that defined. Okay. I keep saying I need to do it. And I've been saying that for, I don't know, three years. And it's just. It takes like 30 minutes. Right. And it feels amazing. I can Because you're like, okay, the first this is my I, path. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know? and that's yeah. what everybody needs. Because otherwise you can say, oh, I'm going to buy a house this year. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, yeah, so, it's just going to happen. But yeah, so 100 you have doors. Some form of goal. 100 doors for me is um so this year i have to hit two basically one i'm working on right now mm-hmm. and then one more yeah so or sorry 2020 that's what i have to hit just two doors 
Right. So if I can hit two doors, which is pretty attainable, <laughs> very attainable. Extremely attainable. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Do that easy, yeah. So I could probably do more if I wanted to, but I don't know if I want to mm-hmm. at the moment. But And then it's like, okay, now I hit that year. Now I go to the next year. Next year will be five or whatever to hit right. that. So. Yeah, have you um, – so I actually went to the 10X Growth Conference. Okay, I wanted to go always, but I've never been. Yeah, I was so, like, so uneasy. You know, we are talking about – people you know what they think about you and how you feel and all that stuff and it kind of led to ego yeah but now it's like i literally don't care anymore what people think about yeah i'm getting way more that way you know and 100 percent. like someone could walk up to me and just say you're the biggest piece of trash in the world you're like okay i'm like "Mm, thanks appreciate your comment you know i'll I'll try to work on that yeah you know and i went to that event (laughs) the mind shift really like oh my god it's just it's like all the same stuff you keep reading in these books and hearing and then you hear it on stage, and for some reason, a couple of these things just clicked. Hmm. You know, it's like what clicked for you? Do you remember? Yeah, I've got. To, I, I wrote them all down, Did you? and that's kind of when I started writing down my goals. Okay. You know, it was basically like I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do this. Um, but I mean, a lot of things was Jesse Itzler. Yes. Um, have you heard of him? Yes, I have. Yeah. So he kind of started. He went on this. Then his rant. wife found Spanks. Yeah, Spanks. Okay, Sarah okay. Blakely. Yeah. And I mean, I didn't know who they were before I went. I yeah. had no idea how almost any of these speakers. I barely knew of Grant Cardone, you know. And everybody's like, "Oh, that guy's a huge egotistical asshole, and he's showing off his money." And if you listen to his story, I mean, yes, he is to an extent, but his at the same time, stuff, yeah. yeah, that's what he said. He's like, yeah. you know, best known beats best every time. Yeah. He's like, you don't need to be the best. He's like, look at McDonald's. He's like, do they have a great cheeseburger? No. He's like, eh, you know, it's all it right. It tastes but good. It's not the best burger. Everybody knows them, though. He's like, that's what you want to be. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, that kind of makes a lot of sense. It you does know? make a lot of sense. And I'm not, you know, the best, but I'm trying to be the best version of myself every day. Yeah. And back to Jess Itzler, one of the things that I took away from that is remember tomorrow. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna wake up tomorrow morning, are you gonna regret something you didn't do the day before? Like, oh, I'm gonna go work out this morning because I know it's good for my brain. It's good for my you know, my brain activity, basically, and you skip, you click cancel class, you know, I mean, I've done it a ton, and you cancel it, and you're going to look back and be like, ah, oh, man, I shouldn't have done that, why did I do that, but you did it, you can't get that day back, you know, so always remember, remember tomorrow, when you're getting ready to cop out, or, hey, I want to mm. buy a house this year, oh, I'll, I'll just get it next, next year. year, why, mm. you know, just, just do it, he's like, otherwise, you're going to be looking back, oh, I should have done that, and then all your goals just get shifted, and it, it ruins your whole plan, right? And the other one is you didn't come this far to only come this far. Yeah. And I, I've been I've been repeating that to myself almost probably every day since we went in January. I mean, I put in a lot of time with everything I do, you know, with all of the hotels, you know, with trying to get other contracts with pest control when I'm talking to other, you know, other business owners or people that we're trying to offer our services to, you know, or trying to buy property or whatever I'm trying to do. It's like you know, I get so tired and beat down in this, in, like in any industry, I'm sure. I mean, I get, I go through mood swings. You know, some days life couldn't get any better. It's like, you know, we just talked about it when we walked in. You know, we're in America. It's like we woke up in a free country today. But some days I'm like, I, I just don't want to do this. I want to sell everything I've got. I want to quit everything and I'm going to go work at McDonald's. Yeah. 40 hours so a much week. Easier. I couldn't imagine. But, you know, some days I'm just so burnt out. And then it's like, well, I didn't come this far to just stop. Yeah keep going, you know, keep taking another step. And that's what I've been doing. And I mean, I've just my, my, you know, my growth within myself and, you know, with where I'm going in life, it's just, it's all, it's getting better every day. And I know it was because of that conference and it's so weird to say, but I was so worried about people judging me because I was going. Really? But for 300 bucks, man. Damn. Hell of a deal. I'm going to make millions off this deal, you know? Hey, hold that thought real quick. So now I really want to go to that. 
because um, I've been thinking about it for years. <laughs> Why the hell have I never done it? Why wouldn't you? There's a really interesting thoughts. similarity that me and you have that I wouldn't have never thought we would have. You never know until you talk to people, I guess. Right. But what we both are saying is like our ego, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just our insecurities. Absolutely. You I'm know what I mean? I'm probably the most insecure person I know. Well, you're not. <laughs> you're definitely not. But what I mean by that is you're saying like, whenever you said you're worried about people, what people might think about you going there. Mm-hmm. I've, I've all my whole life I've worried about that kind of stupid stuff. And it's not till recently. I, I think being like super into real estate and I make, I make a minimum of 50 outbound phone calls to somebody I don't know every day. Okay. So with that being said, you get a lot of people that get pissed off at you. Absolutely. Right? And <laughs> when I first started, dude, I didn't realize how fragile my ego was until I first started making phone calls in real estate. It took me like two years to get over it. Yeah. Literally two years of doing it every day to get over it. And now I'm at the point where I actually don't care at all. Yeah. And it's, it feels amazing, actually. It's like a weight's lifted off your shoulders. I think that's why I started doing this podcast, too, because mm-hmm. I stopped caring. Yeah. And I started to go, you know what TikTok is, the app? Yes. So I started yeah, to go. I see your brother always posting stuff. Yeah. So me and him have got, gone viral on TikTok. He's at almost 100K followers. Wow. I'm at 20-something K. Um, but everything I have in there is real estate-related mm-hmm. topics. And it's and the number one comment I get on there, you ready for this? The number one comment I get on all my stuff is, dude, your teeth are so messed up. Go, to the, <laughs> go, go get some braces, loser. You look disgusting. Stuff like that. And before, I was like, man, that would have really hurt my feelings before, and I've been insecure about People it. People are ridiculous. Yeah, and it's whatever. It's just kids talking shit. God. They would never say it to me in person. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but now I think it's kind of funny. Because now I'm like, dang, I guess I didn't realize they look that bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting that the more I've talked to people that are, I don't even want to say high achievers because I'm going to call myself that, but people that are trying to do stuff because what is really an achievement other than what you want it to be, right? Mm-hmm. So people that are trying to do stuff on their own like like we are tend to have that little bit of insecurity in them like that. of So many people. Their self, you know what I mean? And they like... There's this thing I, I heard of on time called the little big man syndrome Yeah, of like people that have always been short or small stature and stuff like that, trying to do big things in the world to make up for it, <laughs> to make up for their insecurity. Little people, big world. Isn't that a yeah. TV show? Yeah, it is. But that's about, um, yeah, yeah, different thing. I'm not going to say it. Um, don't want to be too politically incorrect on here. So yeah. I don't know if people are going to watch this. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't think people looking at us would be like, dude, those guys are so confident. Right, oh, they're 100% I get that all the time. All the time. He's like, yeah. oh, are you, aren't, you, aren't you scared of doing that? And I was like, no, it's just numbers on a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, what happens if you go broke? It's like, I guess I wake up and start again. I, yeah. I guess I don't know. I yeah, I'm not really that scared of that for yeah. some reason. It doesn't, it's probably because it's been ingrained in my brain. Yeah. You know, I mean, you just, you keep pushing along. You don't, that's not an option because that would be a plan B. You don't have a plan B. You have a plan A and you stick to the plan. And let's say that did happen, like you go broke. Okay. Really, the only the only problem that would be is people's view of you. I guess you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't really do anything to you. Yeah, no, Even right. if you go bankrupt in this country, it doesn't do anything to you. Really, two years later, you can buy a house. Right. You know what I mean? What's two years? It's really nothing. Yeah, I thought it was seven. It's two. No, it's two years. See, nobody knows that. Um, there's a lot of misconceptions. Well, I better pick in real up estate. the pace then, because now I mean, if I've got nothing to, <laughs> you lose, might as well. You only got two years. years. Yeah. <laughs> you go work in Yemen for two years for you know public servant or something. Um, <clears throat> but no, other countries, if you go bankrupt. You go to prison, you right. know what I mean, or or they can. Um, what can they do? I forgot. There's a certain country where basically you can get the death penalty if you don't pay back debts. And I'm like, we don't really. I feel have like any. I've heard about that. Somewhere. Yeah, I want to say India, but I don't think I'm right. Hmm. Probably not that. No, I think that country. No, that they are just they put you in jail, I believe. But I don't know. I don't have a Jamie here to type stuff. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, we literally just 
wash it away, restart. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Doesn't seem like that bad of a deal to me, <laughs> other yeah. than embarrassment. Right. Right. And that would be the toughest thing. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, that would be a shot to your ego, but just, yeah. I mean, it'd be real tough. I mean, I know a couple guys that have went bankrupt and it's, yeah. you know, me it's too. an unfortunate deal. I mean, it's super sad. You kind of see them, but then you, you see a lot of them, they just pick back up and they, they keep going. Yep. I mean, look at how many billionaires are out there that have went bankrupt. Where well, are they at today? Most successful guys I've ever met all have gone bankrupt. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, at one point I was like, God, this is like, am I going to have to do that? Right. <laughs> and like, does that I don't want to do that. Yeah. Does that have to happen to me? Because um, I remember a guy told me that one time. He's worth like $150, $200 million. And he was like, yeah, everybody goes bankrupt. It's going to happen to you one day. And I was like, damn, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, does that have to happen? He's like, it doesn't have to. But if it doesn't happen, either you got really lucky or you didn't take enough risks. Right. And I was Play like, it too safe. okay, I guess you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then I know some other guys that are very successful while that have never had that happen to them just because they played really smart. Everything yes. was really calculated and smart mm-hmm. they did. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of it's just calculated risk. And that, yeah. that's where a lot of fear comes from from people is they're like, they well, don't what, know if, the what if you lose your money? You know, and it's like, well, you know, what if you get hit by a bus tomorrow? Yeah. I mean, some of these things you can't worry about. Yeah. Just, I mean, as long as everything's calculated, you have it out on a piece of paper and it, it, it pencils, right. then you move forward. You work on it and move to the next thing. You know, I, I, I mean, some of the real estate stuff that I buy, I mean, I literally take longer to go look at a car than I ever have buying a piece of property. I mean, I'm usually, it's an hour, if that, you know, I mean, I calculate my numbers and then I kind of think about it. And I'm like, hey, it's either going to work or it's not going to work. And then I move on. Everybody thinks there's no way. Yeah. I was like, just follow me around. Yeah. Watch me do it one time. You'd well, be like, you get used to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you, you know what works and what stuff. doesn't work. You know the areas that work. You know what rent's going to go for. You know mm-hmm. what you're going to do to renovate it. You right. know what I mean? And being in the industry, you, you learn that more and more yeah. every year. I mean, yeah. I think I started eight years ago is when I bought my first property. What do you focus on mainly? Single family or multifamily? Or? Um, I try to do, you know, multi. I mean, right. like I said, single family, it just it doesn't seem like you make enough cash flow. Yeah. They're way easier to rent, mm-hmm. like way easier. And yeah. it seems like people usually when they move in, they're there for a few years mm-hmm. where it seems like anytime you get a multifamily type situation, you're turning over every year, which sucks. Yeah. But that's not the end of the world either. I don't, right. I don't mind working. Yeah. Eventually, I'm going to get tired of doing that. But. Do you do manage all your own properties? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that would suck a little bit after a while. I think I've kind of told myself I'll manage a maximum of five. After right. that, I'll hire somebody. Just yeah, I don't want to deal with it. I no. have too much other stuff going on. That's true. You know what yeah. I mean? That it's like I could do that, which would take away from me making money yeah. in other areas pretty much. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Providing for my family and whatnot. So, right. Yeah, or. Yeah, congratulations, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, Instagram creeping. <laughs> yeah, just so everybody <laughs> knows what he's talking about. I have a baby on the way in February. So. Um, yeah, so that'll be, uh, that's kind of made me change my perspective a little bit too. Mm-hmm. You know, I never thought I'd have kids my entire life, to be honest with you. Um, so having that come in, I've been like, okay, how do I be smarter about all this stuff? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause of course it's always been just me and like, really there's no risk right. with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially with, when my ego shrinking and me not really caring about what people think, mm-hmm. I take more risks now where I'm like, okay, they think I'm being stupid. They don't know what they're, t- they don't even know. Nobody really knows what's going on. Everybody's just doing life. You yeah, know they're what just I mean? doing life. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, we're just doing what we're doing. You yeah. know? Nobody's that smart. No one's that dumb. Well, maybe there's some dumb people, but yeah. <laughs> maybe there are some people smarter too. I met a guy one time with a 184 IQ. and I don't even know. I was like, that's probably really good, right? Dude, I guess. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's. Because 100 like not good. I think so. I'm not exactly sure. How it works. I think hunger is uh, like really bad. But I know he was like in the top one percentile of the world oh, man. with IQ. And I always kind of thought this stuff was BS 
until I met this guy. Yeah. And then I was like, you could have a conversation with him. <laughs> Barely, I mean, dude. Because they're usually so far out there. It's dude, he was like, talking about. it was like <laughs> I would talk and he'd be 17 words ahead of me and just make me feel stupid because he, I would say something and be like, no, you're completely wrong and tell me why I'm wrong about stuff all the time. He was very particular about words that you use too. Oh, God. You would like say, um, what was an example of you said? I said, no, no, yeah. I said, no, yeah. That's what I said. And he goes, yep. what are you trying to say? He just stares at me. I was like, what do you mean? He said, he said two things. He said, no. And you said, yes. Which one do you mean? And I was like, oh, shit, you know? And then he was like, let's play chess. And I was like, I'm about to no. destroy Dude, I'm not kidding you. Five, six moves is all he had to take every single time. I could not get more than five or six moves. And I kind of know how to play chess, you know? Right. I thought I did. Yeah, yeah, it was insane. I know how to play, but I'm pretty sure my little brother can beat me. I guess he's kind of old now. He did some crazy stuff, too, like weird stuff. Like, he goes, you know how to fight at all? And at the time, I didn't. Now I know how to do jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. Um, but... At the time, I was like, no, not really. And he pulls out this wooden sword, throws me one, and literally starts like beating the hell out of me with this wooden sword, basically. Yeah, it was the weirdest experience of my life, dude. I was with him for like three hours. Um, It was me, him, and my brother. How did you meet him? We were off doing a real estate, because my brother started in real estate with me. We were real estate officing in his building. And he walks in and he goes, hey, who are you guys? Never met you before. So we talked to him and then. Very interesting conversation and stuff, but opened my eyes to a lot of stuff. Um, I can only imagine. It may open my eyes actually to how small of a level I was playing on, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, because this guy was just like totally another level. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, made me realize that I wasn't very smart. <laughs> Honestly, it really did. I was like, I'm not smart at all. Mm-hmm. I'm actually dumb compared to, this, <laughs> compared to this guy. I'm dumb. And yeah, anyways, the last thing I remember is he he said something like, are you scared of stuff? And at the time I was like, not really. And he goes, let's see. And that's when he like pulled out the swords and was like, and I was like, dude, okay, I'm done with this. Cause he was like smacking my hands with it and yeah. stuff. Don't mess up my money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was an interesting experience. But my whole reason of saying that is just when you get around someone like that, it just changes your perspective about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to growth con 10 X growth con. I'm thinking about going this year. I probably should. Right. After what I mean, you said, I guess 300 bucks. Is yeah. that or another one that I'm going to one of the two? Yeah. I guess the, the other biggest... one's 1500. Okay. So I think 300 would make more sense, right. but it's Gary V's conference oh right 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 yeah Video i've looked conference. at those too yeah. yeah i mean the only thing that i struggle with him is he swears too much i mean i swear usually like Does it a bother sailor. You? yeah it's just i mean he's always like f this f that and like i don't know if he's trying to get me hyped up or he's I not think so. and, yeah and i think it's an act, that's kind of i guess act, but. where i struggle with some of his stuff i actually stopped following him altogether and then my brother kept sending me stuff and then i was like all right all right i'll get back i was to like i'll train. start listening to him and now you know yeah. i i can kind of filter through it but yeah Sometimes it's just the swearing seems unnecessary, much. but yeah, I think the biggest thing you're going to have a problem with going to growth con, I think it's February 21st and I don't know when your oh, trials do, but yeah, right around that time. Yeah. yeah. Not as important. I'm yeah, just kidding. She might, uh, <laughs> might get a little upset with You might not, me. uh, make it home if yeah. you do that. Yeah, no, I probably won't. Um, yeah, but you can do growth con. You know, I actually, I do a lot of conferences like that. I do like, well, I do like three or four a year mm-hmm. typically. And this year, the coolest one I went to was the GLS. Global Leadership Summit. Haven't heard of that one. Fascinating, dude. It's run by um, a Christian organization, okay. basically, but it's not all Christian speaker. Like Bear Grylls spoke, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, Chris Voss. Oh, the hostage negotiator. Yeah, the hostage negotiator. Yeah, right. That was my favorite. Pockets. Yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah. What's his book? Never Split the Difference. Yeah. Awesome yeah. book. Yeah, it is a good book. Um, but yeah, yes, yeah, so that was probably my favorite one this year. I love that stuff. I don't know why, but I always get something from it every right. single time, no matter what. 
And that's the way I look at like anything. <clears throat> this comes back to school. And I mean, as everybody as, that's ever talked to me knows I'm not an advocate for like school and yeah. the current system. It yeah. just doesn't seem, I mean, I understand if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer or a dentist, for you sure. need school, yeah. you know, but a lot of business degrees, which is what I've got because that's what I wanted to do was business. I would have made either, I mean, maybe it's not about the money. I would have learned way more if I would have just said, hey, dad, I'm going to hang out with you for four years and I'm not going to leave your side. And he's yeah. in business. I mean, I could only imagine, you know, where I would be today. Yeah. Or if it was anybody, just get out there and get in the field. I mean, I used to get in arguments with my teacher kind of because I was a shit. Yeah, you're an asshole. You know, yeah, I was that kid. <laughs> and I wasn't doing good anyways. And I was like, I'm just here to, you know, basically party and get out of here. Yeah. You know, I mean, my parents paid for my college. I was super lucky. Yeah. So I'm like... I have no intention of being here, you know? I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm here to party. That's it, you know? <laughs> and so I'd argue with my teacher. And at that time, when I was 18, I had an ice cream truck business, which is hilarious. You 18, know? you said? 18. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was my first real business. Okay. You know, I used to buy and sell TY Beanie Babies on the playground and all that stuff. But I was the opposite of you, you know? I mean, I wasn't in sports. I was just like, Trying how to sell can I stuff. make a buck? Yeah. And so I had an ice cream truck business and I ended up having three trucks and had some employees that were my friends that would run them. And the teacher in school, he was talking about, oh, you need to do this when you have a business, blah, blah, blah. It was out of the book. And I'm like, you know, I'd raise my hand. Like, uh, yeah, that, that's actually wrong. I was, like, I, I was like, I have a question. Have you ever had a business? He's like, no. I was like, well, I do have a business. Have an ice and cream this truck, is bro. actually how you do it. And he's like, well, that, that, that's, you know, it's not important. It doesn't matter because this is what we're, we're studying. And I'm like, well, it kind of is important because this is real life and this is a made up joke. I was like, hmm. get me out of here. Then, you know, I just started skipping. Yeah. Probably got a D in that grade, too. Hey, you passed, right? I got a 2.4 GPA, and I'm ecstatic. You that know? doesn't sound That's too bad. That's above average. Yeah, that doesn't, average. that doesn't I'm sound above. bad. Yeah, <laughs> barely, so, but you did good, dude. Like barely. It's above, above. I mean, there's, nobody says you're barely above average. That's true. I'm above average. Above average. That's true. Jeez, don't bring me down. Yeah, my bad, my bad. <laughs> I'm on a high horse right now. <laughs> actually, actually, if, if you were like 2.1, I would say barely. 2.4 is pretty. That's a pretty good gap. The way that's I a look pretty good gap, yeah. I probably wouldn't have got that good, honestly. Um, Plus, playing sports and college at the same time, I don't know if I would have cared about college at all. That's a job in itself. Yeah, no way I would have cared. Yeah, my girlfriend was a, um, she got a full ride for, uh, what can I think of, track and field. Wow. Yeah, and she told me about her schedule and stuff, and I was like, yeah, that sucks. It's just. You start at, they start at 4 a.m. And then they go to, they do all their tough. class and stuff, and then they end at 7. At night? Yeah. That's when that's her, Monday through Friday, and then Saturday was all meets all day. I was like, dang, that's mm. pretty intense. Well, you know? it's good. You probably never dated anybody in college, right? <laughs> yeah, no, you didn't, I don't think. Um, what time do you get up now? Since you said 4 a.m., I mean, that's... Various. Um, I do a lot of, like, uh, experimenting, I guess you could say, with all this kind of stuff, like figure out what my body is best for, what I like the best. Yep. Right now, I'm sleeping, like, eight hours. Um, that's my solid. If I can get eight, yeah. I'm great. Yeah, and so it just depends on when I go to sleep. I wake up eight hours after that, unless I have a meeting or something early. Okay. But I usually just eight hours from when I go to sleep. Hmm. But what I did for a long time is I would just set a time because I've always I've always been into being stoic over Epicurean. So that's always been like my obsession, right? Right. So stoicism was my obsession for a long time. And so I was like, no matter what, I'm waking up at 4 a.m. every day. I don't give a crap. What time I went to sleep, whatever. Dude, I started like get really unhealthy by doing that, like sleeping four hours a night or whatever. Um, first off, very tough for me to wake up early, personally. Yeah. 
Me too. But I can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can do it if I need to. Um, so I did it for I did that for probably a year, year and a half, and I would get a bunch of worse headaches all the time, bunch of weird illnesses, um, and I was like couldn't figure out what it was because like, my diet's good. I'm working out every day. And the sleep thing got me good. So mm. if I don't sleep at least seven hours, I'm I will feel feel it hard. Really? Yeah. So now I just do eight hours, but um, contemplating adjusting my sleep schedule to go to bed at like eight thirty or nine, and waking up super early. Yeah, it's usually I, when I go to bed. I love the mornings. Yeah, I it's love. Nice. Nobody's the around. You yeah. can kind of get a bunch of stuff done, dude. It's kind it, of I, like your own time. It's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I love mornings. Um, but yeah, right now it's eight hours from when I go to sleep, which usually I go to sleep at like 11, so I wake up at seven-ish. Yeah. That's about what I do right now. Yeah, because I, I remember you were posting a bunch on your Instagram that you were, I can't remember, you were running every day and you were doing something. There was like- uh, I was doing a Murph every day. Murph, right. Yeah. yeah, I never got into the CrossFit thing, but yeah, it was yeah. Murph. Yeah, Murph sucks, dude. Um, but yeah, we would meet at five, four thirty or 5 and go to a Murph. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, sucks, but it's fun at the same time. Yeah. What sucks is doing those every day. It does nothing for your body. It just hurts. <laughs> yeah. Breaks it down. Yeah, it just hurts yeah. like a mofo, you know. You're doing 100 push-ups or what is it? Why can't I think? 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats a day. And then running a mile. So, mile. Yeah, you were getting pretty quick at the end. Yeah, I think I got down to 30, no, 42 minutes or something like that, which yeah. is pretty good. I started at 96 minutes and got down to 40 Yeah, I kind of watched that just out of curiosity. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't know who you were. And yeah. I just like watched it, and I was like, I wonder what's good on this. And I yeah. don't want to ask anybody because it's that whole CrossFit thing, you know, yeah. if you do CrossFit. I don't do CrossFit at all. I know, but it's just yeah. like that like ongoing joke. If you do CrossFit, everybody makes fun. It's like everybody can find, a, you know, somebody that does CrossFit or vegan, you yeah. know, just they'll tell you. Yeah, they'll, they will. It's that whole joke. Yeah. And, you know, nothing against it. I mean, yeah. I'm all about it. People get out and get into the gym no matter what it is it's like i'm crossfit the reason i don't crossfit dude is because it's hard right that's honestly why i don't do it it sucks man i did it for like six months and i would throw up almost every single day seriously dude i should yeah because i will i'm too competitive yeah there's guys in there that have been doing it for 10 years and i'm trying to keep up with them you know what i mean so i'm in there like pushing myself which is good but i would throw up and i'd be so sore every day um and I just got to a point where I was like, you know what, Christian, screw it. <laughs> just do weights and cardio. Man. But I, I like it. I think I'd be better now. That was whenever my ego was too sensitive for anything. Mm-hmm. So I think now I'd really enjoy it, honestly. Because I did, I did a workout on base the other day with my buddy who's there. And we did a um, CrossFit workout. And, dude, it felt good. Yeah. It felt really good. Um, it was the first one I've done since I was 18, I think. Hmm. So, yeah, other than the Murph, of course. Right. But, yeah, now I kind of like the intensity of it. Now I kind of enjoy the pain of it and pushing myself through it it's all a mental game now for it's me it's all mental yeah it's tough but what so what's your morning routine like what do you do i just try to get out of bed <laughs> yeah me too no i um i guess in this this last summer i guess we were doing a lot of like gravel biking road biking um it'd be a bunch of us kind of meet up um like a mountain biking or what is a gravel biking so i mean gravel bikes kind of like a road bike but you can ride on gravel but we rode on the road so let's just call it a road bike okay which okay. is weird because i was like i will never like what is the point of getting on a road bike and being the idiot that's in traffic on the road yeah now you do it way, all the time and now we were doing it like every day i was like what the heck is wrong with me yeah, I was like, yeah, man yeah. all these people i used to just make fun of i was yeah. like i'm that guy yeah you're now riding on the road like you're a car yeah, yeah exactly so it's like but we'd go at 5 a.m oh, okay so you know which is actually way better because yeah, it wasn't yeah. a bunch of traffic and, yeah and whatnot but so now um i wake up try to wake up every morning about five o'clock um and then you know we go to soul vibe and that's where we do okay. work out 6 a.m workouts uh 5 30 a.m 5 30 so anything from cycling um 
you know, I guess there was a new hit Pilates class. I've never really been to a Pilates thing. Yeah. I mean, if you're single and you're trying to pick up chicks, I mean, there was two people in there. It was me and my uncle, and there was 16 girls. Dang, so anybody yeah. that's looking, I mean, that's actually where I met my girlfriend. At Pilates class? Well, it was at a yoga class. Oh, okay. So, you know, Even I better. yoga, Pilates, sculpt classes. Yeah. yeah and, well, actually. What is sculpt? So it's kind of like a bunch of movements. I mean, there's so you have weights, but it's not really heavy. Um, it's kind of like cardio-based. Like higher rep? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of, yeah, more, more high reps and a lot of like movements, cardio. Okay. I mean, you might do some burpees in there. Yeah. Everybody hates burpees, you know, yeah. but I'm kind of that whole thing. I like, I'm here, you know, I yeah. didn't come this far to not do it. So mm. I'm going to suffer. Yeah. And, um, you know, they'll do high knees. There'll be small movements. There's some yoga involved in it, some, you know, poses and hmm. I don't know. It's pretty cool. Called sculpt. Should, yeah. Hot sculpt. And it's all in a hot room. So it's like a hundred degrees. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been there? No, not to Seoul. No. Yeah. You should I go. I should go. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy you the first week pass. I think it's twenty bucks. I'll it's do a it. Soul vibe. It's on a uh, canyon. Or I have seen it before. Yeah, and Aaron actually <clears throat> invited me one time. Really? Yeah, he told me to come to the five thirty class. I'll yeah, do it. There you go. Yeah, I'll try it out. Let's do it. Yeah, no, right. it's it's a blast. I mean, it's okay. it's a lot of fun, especially now, especially when it's so cold outside, mm -hmm. and you get out of class, you know, and you're like sweating. And, and it you're feels great outside. It feels yeah. great. <laughs> and I love that. I mean, yeah. I, I love the heat. So that's yeah. pretty much that. And then you know, make a coffee or a latte at home. Yep. I don't know. Sometimes eat breakfast. Do you live downtown? Um, yeah, I actually just bought a house. Oh, nice. Um, lived out of town. I've lived downtown in those lofts for probably four years. In the lofts? Yep. Okay. Above Alex uh, Johnson above, kind of? Yeah, Al, or Wicked. Wicked Salon and Spa. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So my cousins have that. So like I said, everybody kind of hang out with some business, some, some yeah. shape, way, or form. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah, I lived above there, and then I ended up just buying a house at um, on Cleghorn Canyon. Where's that? Um, kind of near Canyon Lake. Okay. So like you're going out of town, there's yep. like a Cleghorn Canyon, Dark Canyon, Nameless okay. Canyon. I know where Dark Canyon is, yeah. So yeah, I ended up, that's probably the, the craziest deal to date that Did I guess I've ever done. Um, awesome. It's under construction actually. Currently? Yeah. So it was a, a gentleman ended up creating an app and then he was basically working on this project and kind of making it pretty luxurious. He didn't live here. He stuck a bunch of money into it and then he was just like, you know, I... I kind of feel like I'm getting taken advantage of in this situation. I'm just ready to sell it. Hmm. So off-market deal, um, you know, a friend. So I bet it's a dope house. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> That's I mean, awesome. It's sweet. Yeah. I'll have to show you some pictures. Yeah. I mean, and the cool thing is, is half of it's down to studs and it has a grandmother suite. Okay. Um, so is it be big or is it just small and luxurious? Um, it's 2,800 square foot. It's pretty big. So yeah. the 800 square foot is probably, that's like the grandmother suite. Okay. And I mean, it's got like a massive shower set up. Everything's Google operated. Like, hey, Google, turn Heck on my yeah. shower. I mean, this thing's, you that's know, legit. it's bougie. Yeah, that's legit. I think legit. that word's still cool. I mean, it is still know, cool. I'm 30, yeah. so yeah. I guess I'm on the downhill. Yeah, we, say, we still say bougie. Still You're good. Bougie. You're good. Okay, cool. <laughs> but yeah, so that's going to be super awesome. And then the other half is um, what's going to happen is everything's down to studs. Okay. So I get to design it. I'm, I'm real big on the interior design. That's probably my favorite part of a lot of real really? estate stuff. So I actually designed, you know, the lofts downtown, um, a couple of the units. And so that's kind of when I that's got awesome. my start. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I'm super excited. I mean, it's going to be, and it's it's really cool because it's one of those deals that I'm going to have. It's You've heard of the Burr strategy, right? Yes, yep. So that's buy, renovate, renovate rent, refinance repeat. repeat yeah so basically it's a way to get into a house with no money down yeah so the way i'm looking at this is i'm going to be in a house a half a million dollar house with no money down a good chunk of equity probably over 100 grand and it's going to be designed the way 
Are you going to live in it? Top of the line. Yeah. You're going to live in it? Okay, cool. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, It's. I mean, it's just amazing. The kid had an awesome design and everything. I moved a couple of things here and there. He was He was uh, in like in Silicon Valley or something? Or was um, he? He's in New York. Okay. I guess I don't know much, too much about him. Uh, the gentleman that told me about the deal, he's like, oh, hey, I know you're kind of into real estate. Maybe you want to flip a house, flip this house. And I looked at it and I'm like, I don't want to be in a half million dollar flipping house game. Yeah, I was like, that's, no. yeah. you're, there's a lot of holding costs. Yeah. And I was like, it's going to sell the market for a long time. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm going to make any money. Yeah. You know, and so I was like, well, maybe I'll buy it. And then I'm going to rent out the mother-in-law suite, Airbnb. Mm. So that's kind of my thing. Is, is it in Pennington County? No. It's out okay, of city good. limits Thank by like God. 0. 0.0 feet. Thank I God. mean, it's just right there. Yeah, that's good. I know okay. they're starting to move some stuff with the Airbnb. They're kind of... We'll talk about that off here. I'll tell you my thought on it. Right. Because um, some new stuff came into act pretty recently. Yeah. I have a lot of clients who do Airbnb, and I've done it personally too. Yeah, they're going to start... From what I've heard, I think they're going to start doing... I guess we can talk about it later, but they're going to start making zones. Oh, really? That's kind of what I heard. Of like them. where you can do it, where you can't. Basically, that's what Denver had to do because I mean, the kind of makes sense, the right? Real estate market there is not people can't buy homes now. It's investors are like, I'll pay a premium because I know I can get this with Airbnb. They're going to pay yeah. my bills. Great clients, and then you know, there's nothing. Nobody, no can, houses. There's to buy. no houses to buy. There's no affordable. Mm. Not even affordable, but there's no even houses mid, at all. Middle class houses. Yeah. It's interesting. I think the median price point has gone up like 200% over four years there, which is Jeez. insane, dude. I just wonder when that's going to collapse. Yeah. It's well, got, it's either, either collapse up. or just going to completely like flatten out to 1%, 2%, something right. like that. You know what I mean? That's what I think is going to happen, to be honest with you. Yeah, I've got some friends there that have some rental properties, and they're like, oh, I'm buying stuff at 3% return of my money. And I'm like, well, what's your bank loan? I mean, unless yeah. you're buying these things in cash, which I can't Doubt imagine it. you're doing. Yeah. You know, it's like you're losing a point you know you're losing a percent i mean you're you're losing money buying this but yeah i'm i'm, I'm gonna get appreciation and then you know somebody else is paying my bills and i'm only writing a, i'm only paying in a little I'm seems like, kind of weird that's huh? not some good strategy it's a yeah. savings account for them right basically but i was like well, if you're buying at the top of the market i mean what happens if it falters yeah and so you know in rapid city is kind of the in my opinion kind of doing what denver did four years ago right now mm-hmm. you know this year we're up like 12.2 percent over last year really so far so yeah. how do you know those numbers? So what I do is I look at last year, everything that sold up into this date, and then I, I calculate that average sale price of that. And then I do the same thing for this year to date, calculate the average so sale price. is that information available to a guy like me, or is that only like something that like, yeah, I like you can pull it up. realtors? No, you can pull it up. Yeah. It just takes a while to do all the math and figure it all out. It does right. take a while, quite a bit of work. So, so yeah. you just do it and then you sell it? Like five bucks, I can buy your number you did? Or I can just give it to you. Okay. Well, yeah, if you want to let me know. I, I mean, I'd pay for it, but I yeah, guess no, okay. No, I don't charge for them. I've just had a curiosity. I mean, yeah, no. That's a 12% a big lift. Yeah, it's a giant, dude. I could show you and I could share it with you for sure. No. Yeah, if you ever want that kind of stuff, let me know. Um, I do it anyways. I usually do it every month to just yeah. see where we're at. So Yeah, I saw somebody posted um, something one time talking about, I think it was a banker. He can't remember um, yeah he basically posted oh here's where the growth was happening in rapid here's the median price here's this here's this here's this and i was like i was like why don't you do those every month it's like i'm sure people would love to know that yeah. information yeah i know people do like it so, um i should probably make it more public than i do like make videos on it or something and explain it but i don't usually do that i probably should it's gonna right be i mean i i'm i'm assuming if i was looking to buy my first home yeah you know i mean i would i would want to kind of know those 
know yeah. those pieces and of so information. I do home buying seminars every month, yep. and I yeah, put that I put those in my slides every month. Okay. So when I do those, I share it, but I don't share it with everybody, which I probably should, or maybe I should keep making it special. I don't know. Yeah, they make, <laughs> make people it show up. Yeah, I guess make I it hidden, know. right? I don't know either. This is my first home I've ever bought. Really? Actually. For yourself? Yep. Anyways, which is funny. Yeah, that's kind of funny. That's cool though. Yeah. It seems like it's gonna be dope. I lived with my parents till I was twenty six, and everybody's like, "Why don't you like smart, move out? dude? And smart." I was like, I own rental property yeah. just because I live at home doesn't mean I don't own something. Smart. <laughs> I would have done the same damn thing. I wish I would have done that. All right, let's wrap this up. Um, so moving forward with what you're doing now, what's your goal? What will you share with us? That's your goal. Um, well, I, like I said, I, I'm pretty much an open book. I'll tell you whatever. I mean, so my goal is, to, I guess, my big goal is to quote unquote retire by 35 years old. Yep, you got four um, years. Right? You got four years, and that's that's to kind of be you know somewhat financially free. Is that attainable for you? Mm, well, my goal is to make twenty five thousand dollars a month by 35. After everything, like cash net. flow, like net, like okay. I'm taking that home, I can spend it on whatever I want. I'm not paying bills with it. Can you pull that off? I don't know. I'm. Th- I'm gonna, I hate to say no because yeah. every time I say no, I, you know, I mean, what is that? Is that 280 grand a year? Am I doing the math wrong there? 25. No, it's like 600 thousand a year, right? No. 25, 30. 25 thousand a month. Yeah, so 25 times Almost 10 is 250. No, 300. Yeah, right? 300. Okay. 300. Yeah, 300. Okay. Yeah, not 600. Yeah. Where'd 600 come I don't know. From? Like I, I don't said, know where 280 came from either, so. <laughs> yeah, we're not yeah. math guys. Okay, 300K. Right. And that's, that's, that would be, you know, in my rental portfolio okay. is what I would like to do. So that's pulling in 300K a year is your goal. Right, and that's gotcha. net. That That's after every expense, after my debt service, debt coverage, whatever you want to call it. How many properties do you have to have to do that? Do you know? No, I mean, it varies in. Yeah, Which I haven't. I guess I haven't calculated. I don't have a, a strict plan like you. I just go balls to the wall and try to buy. <laughs> try to figure I can it out. Yeah. Pencils and, and yeah. move forward. Yeah. You know. So yeah, I don't know. It's is it obtainable? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look at anybody. Yeah, as I was about to say, people have done that in years. Am I close? No. But can I do it? Four years though. If the thing is, you can, you can make like a thousand dollars a year for ten years, and then eleventh year make a million. Yeah. Because everything compounds. You can compound the compound yeah. effect. I just listened to that book. I yeah. Mean, it's it can happen so quick. Yeah. You know, it's whether you believe you can or you can't. Yeah, you're right. You're definitely right. So yeah, I'm not going to say I can't do it. I'm right. going to push for it. Because I, you know, I said I'm going to buy a Ferrari by 35 too. Haven't bought it yet. <laughs> no, could I? I mean, my dad's always like, "Well, you could go buy one, just finance it." And I'm like, like yeah, I, I was like, I want to write a check. Yeah, I was about to say that's how I, I like. That's a doodad. I want I was cash. Like, They're both doodads. Yeah, I want cash too. Yeah, right. To buy that kind of stuff, I don't want. I won't take loans out for that yeah. kind of stuff. So, and that's a big thing. You know, my my plan was always to make sure that I can provide for my, you know, provide for my family. If I have kids, you know, and my wife or, or whatever it may be, I don't want money to be an issue. I know right. the no, number the one way. problem in relationships is, is money. money. Yeah. You know, everybody gets in, oh, we can't do this. We can't do that. I mean, if, you know, you have a little kid come up to you and they're like, hey, daddy, I, w- I want to go to Bali. Let's do so it. So do I. Let's go. Let's go. We'll you go know, next this, week. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. Let's let's do we that. We gas up the patent jet and let's get out right. of here. Right? You know? Yeah. I used to want a jet yeah. so bad. Yeah. And now I'm like, I, I don't know if I do. I'm kind of I mean, that way too. Yeah. It'd be awesome to have a jet. Yeah. yeah. I might do it if I had like 100 million bucks sitting around. Right. If Maybe. I had, if I had the money, I'd absolutely buy one. Yeah. If I could afford yeah. it. But yeah. I easily afford it. Yeah. Maintenance, I looked into it as like a million dollars a year on them. Yeah. I mean, you're, they're not. So it's like, ugh. But you can write them off. Grant Cardone just bought a big jet. For a tax write off. Yeah. And he paid $0 taxes for the next three years. Is that smart? You're buying a jet? In that case, absolutely. Yeah, it kind of was smart, yeah. You know, I think so. Yeah. Okay, so retire by 35 is the goal. What else is the goal moving forward? Um, I mean, be happy, I guess. Mm. I mean, like I said, I, I'm trying to balance myself out. I mean, I, I work a ton. 
so I go through mood swings, yeah. you know, sometimes I'm a bear to be around, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I apologize to my girlfriend every time. I'm like, man, I shouldn't, I just, I'm sorry, you know, yeah. stop putting so much pressure on myself. Yeah. I don't want to compare myself to other people. Mm. That's my, one that. of my biggest problems. Me too. You know, most of my friends, 50 whatever years old, I mean, they're retired. I mean, these guys are worth, like you said, I mean, 50 million, 100 million, yeah. million bucks. And I'm over here like, I'm the loser. I'm, yeah, I'm the guy in the totem pole. It's like, why am I not there? These guys aren't doing anything today. Yeah. They're all going golfing. I don't yeah. even like golfing, but yeah. I want to be able to go golf. To be able to go golf, yeah. Right, yeah. you know, and, and so that that's probably another big one. And, and to make an impact, I want to, <clears throat> I really would like to, you know, kind of teach, change like the school system. I always said I would have my own university or college, and I want to teach people, you know, school is great and all, but I mean, when are they going to teach us how to, to live after school like where is the minor financials Mm -hmm. i mean how to do anything what's a credit card how does it work i mean you know a lot of the employees that we work with and stuff they're like oh i have a bunch i have bad credit i can't buy a house because i had i got a credit card when i 18 and my parents you know they were bad with money they never taught me can you teach me and i have people ask me that you know that makes me feel so good yeah yeah i'm like absolutely you know and to give back is another big thing we just i'm going to do a real quick plug on hope for the holidays is a thing um aaron and Kelsey and myself yeah. um, started this, you know, their last year. I did it one year on my own, raised $2,500 to buy gifts for kids in the community. That's awesome. Last year, we raised 14000 Damn. This year, we're like, last night we're talking. It's like, oh, man, we haven't done that yet. Like, this is huge for the kids of this community. There's so many kids that don't get gifts from Santa. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, how spoiled are we yeah, that no we've joke. gotten gifts our whole life? So now we set a goal of 20000 I mean, last I looked, as of last night, I put this up. We've already raised, I think, over three thousand dollars in one night. In one night, I mean, this community cares about the kids, and you know, yeah. and I mean, so do we. I mean, all of us do. So it's like if we can do these things to continue push, and you know, as I get more successful, if I have more money, I can do more for yeah. more people with more money. If I have less money, I, I can't do that. And everybody thinks people that have money are bad. It, right. It's not all bad. I mean, look at all the people that give back and donate. Yeah. Yeah, they they drive stupid, lavish stuff. But I mean, don't you think they earned that? Don't they? Yeah. They can go buy a Ferrari or I want an Audi R8. Right. Sue me. You yeah. know, I worked my ass off for that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, that, and I want to be able to give back as well. You know, mm-hmm. I want to enjoy fruits of my labor, but I want to change people's lives. And, you know, Everybody deserves a fighting chance of success. I mean, this is America. It's land of the free. You know, you can become anything you want. Why do you think people want to move here? That's true. I want to be a big part of that. I want to help people grow and like and learn these like minor things that can change. Just like, you know, Robert Kiyosaki and Rich Dad Poor Dad, it helped me. You know, it helped me grow from having, you know, I mean, we started the whole, my whole family story is pretty wild. They all started with nothing. And they have grown this massive company. Hotels are tough too. You know, so that's and, impressive. And yeah. they're, they're smart and they have a great team and everybody on that team, you know, they believe in this and, and that's awesome. I mean, they're the nicest people. You see them on the street. They're not going to be, you know, nose up, again, uppity. Yeah. You would have no idea. They're in shorts yeah. and t-shirts almost every day. I've never yeah. actually, I don't think any of them own suits. Yeah. You Which know? I love that personally. Yeah. Yeah. And it's awesome. And, and they've given a ton back to the community and yeah. I want to be a part of that, you know, and a little bit of pressure because, you know, they've grown into this big company so i think that's why i feel like i need to push so hard yeah. and i break myself down to to grow and succeed and put all this pressure on myself but you know i want to make a dent yeah. i want people to be like you know thank god this kid lived here and he made wow, an impression cool. so yeah. that's kind of my big thing you know that's awesome man that's really cool not, not what i expect you to say so that's really awesome right. so. what'd you expect I, i'm always curious i don't know just because everybody's you know i don't really expect anything to be honest no. with you out of people i just listen Mm-hmm. what they say but i mean face value you would think probably more selfish absolutely reasons you know what i mean oh, to and be I, honest with you that's and I mean, what yeah that's yeah. that's kind of the way i've 
I mean, I like, I mean, I like nice things. Yeah. I mean, I, I've bought some dumb stuff. Let yeah. me tell you, but no, you know, too. I've yeah. bought everything I usually buy. I can make money on. So, I mean, I look at it that way. I mean, yeah. the watch that I'm wearing, I paid a lot of money for this thing, but sell for I can still sell it and make money. So it's like, yeah, it's a doodad, but at the same time, it's like, if I want to go make a few grand, you can I, sell mean, it. I can do that. Yeah. That's that's a big deal. That's I mean, pretty like awesome. I, said, yeah. I found the right deal, met the right guy, yeah. and made it happen. Yeah. Relationships. Absolutely. Full circle, so, baby. Nick, thanks so much for doing this, man. Hey, this was awesome. Absolutely. You too. We'll see you guys later.